Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm just adjusting my headphones over here. You wouldn't believe what happened. Yes, I recorded the show yesterday, and there was some real annoying buzzing. So I got out of work, and I had to record the show again, which I'm doing right now. So it feels I'm a little bit rushed because I don't record it before 7 o'clock. I don't get my free air time. The way Block Talk Radio works is basically uh, 3.30 minutes until you hit prime time, 7 o'clock, then you have to pay for it. But anyway, so, hello, I'm Frankie Son, or good old Frankie. Welcome to Video Line Express on Block Talk Radio. Okay, so, this is the Halloween show. I'm just in, just in my mic. Some people said, oh, we can hear you that clearly. So I'm just adjusting. So you can hear me a little bit better. Okay, here we go. So, this is the Halloween show. Now, what I'm going to do in order is uh, basically I'm going to talk about, well, let's honor Vincent Price, Rocky Howard show, uh, some things we didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, Friday the 13th, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, and a couple of things in between, The Walking Dead premiere, got to talk about that. Okay, so some things I talked about on the show and some things we left out. Okay, so basically, the last show with the, that we did on live MNN, uh, we did a Halloween show. Uh, we covered some vampires, some werewolves, even killer clowns and Pumpkinhead, the movie that Stan Winston directed. I mentioned those. I'm going to repeat those at the end of the show. Um, kind of like the, my uh, favorite movies, the ones that I actually brought on Blu-ray. They're part of my collection. Okay, so... Uh, we left out the exorcists, believe it or not, and a couple other things. So we're going to cover that in this show. So this is a continuation of a live show. We're going to have another live show this coming Saturday, live in MNN. And that's going to start the one part one of four shows. We have two shows in November, two shows in December, and that is it. We're going to be taking a break. So the next show is going to be November 5th. Uh, we're going to be talking about Dr. Strange. Um, a lot of good reviews on that. Um, so we're going to be going in that direction. Now, hopefully, uh, what I have here is um, the Halloween show. And then I'm hoping to do another show in between so we can catch up on some other things uh, that we didn't mention. Maybe I'm going to try to squeeze it in here. But anyway, let's get right to the show. Okay. Um, let's start off with Walking Dead. Um, that will lead up to a couple other things that will tie in. 
Now, on the 100th, what was it? Uh, in the comic book series. And because somebody was telling me about this. Now, I did mention the show. I did a movie called uh, Megan Levy uh, from the Yankee Stadium about the woman and, and a security dog or whatever. The dog, Arms Forces dog. Anyway, you looked at it on IMDb. And I met a writer, and, you know, writers have connections, and writers talk to each other and stuff like that. And she told me who died, okay? But we all knew that Glenn was going to die, which was kind of a surprise. Um, is the way he got about baseball with a baseball bat. Now, the thing about the show, everybody says, "Oh, how can he? How can they do that? This is torture porn. They, they, the way they kill Glenn with a baseball bat." Uh, hello, everybody. It's a zombie TV show, okay? <laughs> you know, my thing was that Glenn, the way he got it was about baseball bat, and all the times he almost got eaten by zombies. He escapes all the how many situations, especially the one with the dumpster, okay? And all of a sudden, he, he dies up by a baseball bat, which really sucks. I mean, you know, he should have went out on uh, a place of glory. Okay, that's my bitch about it, okay? My beef. But, I mean, it's a zombie movie. I know the thing was a little bit excessive with a baseball bat. The thing that surprised me was Red, okay? Um, I forgot his name, but uh, the other guy, Redhead. I mean, damn, I didn't expect that. That, that was sad. Now, I saw yesterday's episode, what a yawner. Oh, yeah, Carol, oh, please. Oh, can we move on? Thank you. Okay. Um, what's his uh, Norman Reedus uh, uh, plays Daryl, the bow and arrow man. Little, uh, little thing. I saw him come out on Broadway. I just came out from the Apple store in Soho. And he came out, uh, what was it, Rite Aid or the other, the other store. And uh, two people recognized him, and he took selfies with them. But he took off. He ran. I tried to follow him. I managed to take a picture of him. It could be anybody. I, you know, he walked so fast. I could have yelled down the street, but I didn't want to do that. Now, can I have a picture? But then, you know, got to respect an actor's privacy. Me as a background actor, I can understand that. So I managed to get the, like, kind of like he's walking down the block, and I got, like, the back of his head. And I showed it to people. It's like, dude, that could be anybody. But I heard a lot of great things about this guy. He's really, uh, really down to earth and really cool. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll post a picture. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, you, you know, uh, don't forget my blog. Yes. But uh, in conjunction with Walking Dead, we mentioned something on on our live show, and reading it to finish about um, Comic Con conventions. And Marco does the show with me, the live show. You know, he was complaining about you know what kind of a rip off it is and stuff like that. And we ran out of time. And the thing I want to add to that is that Norman Reedus and a lot of these guys, they actually make a lot of money on these Comic-Con conventions. It's become a lot of actors. They get a steady, a steady salary. Now, I, I know I mentioned in one of the shows that um, a couple of shows ago about the salaries, especially the guys with the Big Bang Theory. Now, of course, you know, people say, oh, you're kind of like defending them. No, indirectly. Because background actors basically make um, um, a, a little bit of a minimum wage. We don't make any money, really. Okay, uh, we get free grub. That's a that's a little a little bonus there. Okay, and a lot of actors get paid maybe five thousand, ten thousand dollars per episode to guest uh, on the show, but they don't know when the next gig is going to be. Like the people who were uh, on, on vinyl, you know, they got hired. They said, "Hey, we're going to have another uh, another year," and next thing you know, they know. You know, they're making plans, 
and all of a sudden the show gets canceled. Bottom got canceled. HBO said, screw that. The ratings weren't in there. We were spending too much money on it. And all of a sudden, you know what I mean? They're back to unemployment. Okay. Same thing with Westworld. They haven't. They said, "Okay, oh we we got a game plan for five years." Have you seen Westworld, folks? I'm not too thrilled with it. You know, I think they started up on on the wrong foot. They should have concentrated on the sound, like a tourist place, and then find out what's wrong with the robots. They took the concept, and now it's all about the robots. They got internal memories, and oh, what a mess! I personally, I find Westworld a mess. They haven't confirmed about renewal. They're being very, very careful. Backtracking. Actors, sometimes they don't make enough money. Big Bang Theory, they're a conundrum. Not everybody makes a lot of money. Uh, James Spader, sure. Uh, a blacklist. But, you know, for all the, the top stars, there's for one every top star, there's nine actors who do not make all that money. Okay? Especially even on a Sambo show. That's, those salaries are split. Okay? So people like Norman Reedus and a lot of other people, they go to Comic-Con conventions, and they make money there. They can make maybe uh, anywhere from 50000 to 100000 to 200000 There was an article in Variety Magazine, or was it Hollywood Reporter? I'm going to try to repost that again so you can read it. That's something, we, again, we didn't mention on the show. I forget to mention it now. Um, so let's keep on going. Uh, what else I want to cover? Um, okay, the Rocky Howard Show. Um, I finally caught caught up to it because I said I saw the highlights on YouTube. They showed the musical numbers, not the whole movie. I finally caught up with the movie uh, with LeBron Cox. I had no problem with her being, you know, I actually looked forward to seeing her playing Frank Afforda. Um It was out of her hands. You know, I, I thought it was poorly directed. Choreography sucked considering it was Kenny Ortega, who's known to do uh, choreography. Uh, he worked with Michael Jackson and everything. And, you know, I thought it was really, really sloppy. Um, the camera work was, was horrendous. Editing was it drove me off the wall, especially like the time war. But there was a little funny reference. Did anybody caught about um, uh, Dr. Scott? And so you're not related to Bon Scott. Okay. And that's uh, Bon Scott was a single of ACDC, if I read that right. Okay. Um I think that was just, it was mentioned just before Eddie's song. Um, but anyway, um, there's a better one that's also on YouTube for free. That is the BB show that was done live. The, the commentary or commentator was uh, the comedian Stephen Fry. Okay. Once upon a night, there was a couple, blah, 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 blah. That's Stephen Fry. The funny thing is it was filmed in front of a live audience in BBC America. Uh, which it premiered is available on YouTube. That's that is the better show because the audience they filmed it live in front of an audience. You know, there's not like cut and action and cut and okay, let's switch cameras. Nothing. They went in front of a live audience. The curtain went up, and for the next 90 minutes, they did the show live. There were one or two bloopers, but and to the point, Frank Furl actually somebody yells at something at the audience. Frank Furl looks and looks at him and says something. You got to see the show. And he responds. Stephen uh, Fry, uh, excuse me, he responds to the audience. So I think that's really fun. The, the one with LeVon Cox, there was no fun to it. They just sucked the juice out of it. I don't know. They sucked all the fun out of it. I don't know. But anyway, a reference, BB Show on YouTube, okay? I'll uh, just put Rocky Howard live or BBC America 
2015. Okay, have fun with that. And the guy who did the Frankfurt was really good. Okay, now um, let's go to Vincent Price dedication. Now, there are a couple of things I didn't mention there. Of course, you know, Thriller. Vincent Price's daughter, Victoria Price, wrote that um, in her book and biography. Uh, she was uh, she was eight years old. There was a knock on the door. It was the brothers of Michael Jackson. Uh, she mentioned uh, which one, probably Jackie, Tito, or Randy. And um, they found out that Vincent Price was pissed off because he was paid a salary. When the album went to start selling like 10, 20 million copies, uh, he didn't get the residuals. You know, he didn't get extra bonus points or extra nothing, nada. He got paid as a salary. He found it in the contract. They set it up that way, so he kind of got screwed. They the find out that he was pissed off. The brothers Jacksons came over to the house, and they gave him a, a platinum, a, a gold album, and a, a platinum album, uh, and, a, and a big giant uh, poster of Michael Jackson signed. He was pissed off. He wanted to auction that shit off. Uh, that's how it picked up. But then in the book, Victoria, she's quote herself, quote, unquote, she said, uh, her daddy said, uh, and this is a time when Michael Jackson allegedly paid off millions of dollars for one of the kids who charged him for molestation or whatever. So Vincent Price said, gee, Vincent Price, uh, Michael Jackson fucked me, but I never got paid for it. This is a quote by his daughter in, the, in um, Vince, Vincent Price, my father, biography written by Victoria Price. I thought that's very interesting uh, because... A couple of days ago, it was noted that um, a girl came forth, a young girl came forth about Michael Jackson, saying that uh, you know uh, that he uh, he molested her, which is kind of strange because we thought he was into little boys. Okay, allegedly. Okay, I don't want to get sued by anybody. You know, I mean, I saw Michael Jackson uh, with the brothers, the tour before Thriller which I think is a better album. We, we mentioned that before. Uh, great entertainer. Then you got to realize a lot of entertainers, they got too much time in their hands and they're kind of oh, a little bit of wacky dudes. So you never know, especially with Hollywood and stuff like that. Okay. So you hear stories, whether you believe them or not, that's up to you. Me, I saw Michael Jackson, the entertainer in Madison Square Garden with his brothers. Um, I want to rock with you off the wall album. Excellent tour. He was excellent. I guess, I guess at least I could say I did see a legend. Okay. Now, going back to Vincent Price, believe it or not, he was into rock before Michael Jackson, or, or just, should I say in the music business. He did a little monologue for Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare. He did a movie called Diary of a Madman, which was Ozzy Osbourne's second solo album. Um, I forgot the name of the first album, Oz. Uh, yeah, Blizzard of Oz. Actually, I actually met, uh, well, uh, on the cover uh, Diary of a Madman by Ozzy Osbourne, he's like a werewolf. The Blizzard of Oz, the first album, I got to meet Ozzy Osbourne and the rest of the band, including guitar player Randy Rhodes, and I managed to get all the autographs. No, I am not selling that album. It's an LP with Ozzy and Randy Rhodes. Uh, Randy. Uh, Sabo, the bass player, and Tommy Aldrich, the, uh, the drummer. Rudy Sazo, I'm getting the bass player's name uh, mixed up. Sorry about that. But that was the original Ozzy Osbourne band. Um, oh, we're copying that, selling it? Okay, but I figured I'd just mention it. So, um, 
Ozzy named the second album that of a madman. But you wouldn't believe who Vincent Price played a count. Count villain. The Bee Gees. You want to see it for yourself? You can see it for yourself. That's right. Vincent Price was in a Bee Gees movie. The Bee Gees, this is, was Barry Gibb. He just came out with a solo album. And um, his brother, not Robin, Robin, the Street Brothers. Uh, ooh, I forgot the third brother. He passed away also. Maurice, of course, Maurice. He played the keyboards and the bass. Um, Robin, who's, he sang a lot of the, the love songs in the Bee Gees. He, was, uh, he quit the group, so it was only two guys. Uh, Barry Gibb and Maurice Gibb They did a movie called Cucumber uh, Castle And Vincent Price shows up in the first 12 minutes This is available on YouTube Go check that out Yes, Vincent Price was into music Before all these guys With the Bee Gees Out of both things Okay, And I did mention on the show Let me repeat it again if you didn't see the show We tape our shows live on MNN um, On Saturdays live We go live on 5pm on Saturdays Every other week uh, And then I uploaded on YouTube. Yes, we have Video Land Express is the name of our show. For those who um, kind of stop by and brand new to this, um, because every show I pick up new people, uh, new fans, new listeners, and I may, as a background actor, a lot of people start recognizing me. and say, you're the one with that show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's who you are. Okay, because they don't put the face with the voice. But... Um, so with the what was I saying? Um, with the live show, I was just supposed to make a mark here, but I forgot. Okay, lost it. Anyway, um, let me just keep on going. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, right, right, right. On the live show, I I put it up on YouTube, Video Land Express on YouTube. Okay, we have all the past two years. Um, like I said, we have four, four more shows to, to tape, and the last show will be uh, just before Christmas, and that's Rogue One. That will be our last show because I usually take a break January, February, or March. Okay. Um, available on YouTube, Theater of Blood. He gets revenge of his theater critics. The Bible Dr. Fives. Uh, he gets revenge on the surgeons and the doctors who operated his wife, and they couldn't save her. And here's another one, because an article came out today about George Romero living Night of Living Dead. The Last Man on Earth, that's actually the first zombie movie, but it's never acknowledged because it's an Italian production. The Last Man on Earth became the Omega Man, which became I Am Legend. But they don't call those zombie movies. It's people infected, they only come out at night. Okay, so they're kind of like vampires. So who, so George Romero said, well, no, 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 no. I created zombies, even though they weren't called zombies. Okay. On the blog, I'm going to post an article. Uh, it was an interview with George Romero on The Hollywood Reporter. And he says he's not doing any more zombie movies, mainly because of The Walking Dead and movies like Brad Pitt, Where Will Z. Got to give it to Brad Pitt. He had last laugh. You know, he took the, took the book. The movie has nothing to do with the book. Never read the book. But I know people who hate the movie because it has nothing to do with the book, just by title. But he, t- he, he made a, a movie out of it, and he had final laugh when it made like $500, $600 million worldwide. So that is the gist of that. Let me just double-check my time over here. Am I halfway through? I can't believe it. I'm less than 10 minutes left. Okay. I got so much to say here. So. 
whatever I don't um, put over here, we're gonna I'm gonna try to do another show. Okay, now we mentioned the thing, John Carpenter, Kurt Russell. Okay, uh, Kurt Russell, of course, is gonna be uh, he's well, he's part of Fast and the Furious. He did a bone a horror movie. Uh, with cannibals, I haven't mentioned cannibals. Um, Bone Tomahawk. Think of uh, Quentin Tarantino meets zombies. Uh, no, meets cannibals actually. Uh, Ninety minutes of yak and the last half hour, pretty gross. Well, you see that guy actually get, being split in half uh, from the legs up, if you know what I mean. Okay, uh, you'd be surprised. Kurt Russell was in a movie like that. Okay, um, of course, one one of my favorite movies is called The Thing. Okay. Uh, directed by John Carpenter. <clears throat> I'm going to put a link to that. John Carpenter, a couple of weeks ago, he did a live concert. You know, he does the soundtracks. He, he writes and composes music for his own movies. The theme from Halloween. Should think of the piano. Anyway, he composed that. He composes all the theme songs for all of his movies. He did a concert. He was rock star. That's available on YouTube for free. And I'm not some, yeah, I'm giving you a lot of things you can see tonight or for the rest of the week if you don't check out the Halloween Parade in New York City on TV or whatever. So there's a couple of things right there. Theater Blood, Abominable Dr. Five, Last Man on Earth, Cucumber Castle uh, by the Bee Gees, uh, BBC version of Rocky Howard, John Compton Live, 90 Minutes, all available on YouTube. You should have fun with that. Yes, and it's pretty cool. He plays the keyboards. Uh, I got really got a kick out of that. I'm going to post on one of the videos uh, from that on my blog. I haven't done – I'm doing the show first before I do the blog. The blog will be up later on tonight for Halloween, and then I'm going to repost it. So I'm going to um, – I got some work with this. Um, now, um, just want to mention real quick, Pinterest. I did a show called Gypsy. I think it's for Showtime or um, – Amazon, Netflix, I'm not too sure. Naomi Watts. I'm, gonna, I'm switching a little bit here. Uh, Naomi Watts, probably best known as for King Kong by Peter Jackson, the remake of King Kong. Anyway, I've been posting pictures of King Kong on Pinterest. A lot of people have been joining me on Pinterest. Um, I've also been posting stuff for Planet of the Apes. That's something I'm going to be leading to by the end of the year. But I've been posting a lot of stuff on Pinterest. Godzilla, we have a Godzilla community site. Well, go to our website, videolangexpress.com. It will give you a link to the uh, Godzilla community. Big, giant creatures for Halloween, right? Okay. Um, but a lot of people have been posting me on Pinterest. Now, that's a little preview. I'm more on that in the next show. I'm going to wrap up with two things over here. Let me, let me go down the list. These are the movies that I mentioned. Uh, the Thing. World of the Worlds. World of the Worlds was um, the original broadcast. Radio broadcast, A.G. Uh, Wells. I keep saying I keep saying Olson Wells. A.G. Wells uh, did a, a radio program um, back in the 30s, and people thought it was real that aliens were coming down on U.S. soil. Or we were getting attacked by aliens. Actually, New Jersey out of all places, and they made a movie called World of the Worlds. I definitely recommended the um, the original invasion. Is what the DVD is called. Um, with commentary by the original actors and Roberts and Gene Barry, better than the Tom Cruise version. Okay, but this was famous World of Worlds aliens on Halloween. The broadcast was done on Halloween night, so before there was zombies and 
you know, werewolves and all that stuff. The first really alien invasion on Halloween was World of Worlds, A.G. Wells' uh, broadcast on the, on the radio. They didn't have TV back then. And then they finally got made into a movie. Okay. Right down the list. Another one I didn't get a chance to mention, Saw 2. That was the one with Danny Warburg. I worked with him on uh, Blue Bloods a couple episodes. He played a detective on this. And funny enough, um, five years later, the people, somebody remembered him being a detective, and that's how he got the role for uh, Blue Bloods. Okay. Uh, right down the list, I mentioned The Howling, um, Dracula, The Blob, American Werewolf in London, The Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Near Dark, another vampire movie, Pumpkinhead, Man Monster Party, The Original, Transylvania Hotel, and of course, Army of Darkness. We're going to be talking more about Army of Darkness because Mark really loves that show. Yes, Ash versus Evil Dead. Okay, so with that being said, I mentioned those. There's two other ones. The show before a Halloween show, I, meant, I ended with... Um, I ended with the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it has four commentaries, a double disc edition. Uh, I forgot to mention Saw 2, they plan to continue the legacy. They actually took into the original actor. Uh, what was his name again? Uh, Tobin Bell as Jigsaw. They plan to continue the series. Okay? The main reason I'm ending on that footnote, because... Two great editions. These are not available, but they are clips available on YouTube. Never Sleep Again, The Elm Street Legacy. They did, um, I forgot his name. Um, they tried to do it again a couple years ago, trying to do uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and it backfired. And they're trying to figure out a way to do it. Okay, Never Sleep Again, eight hours of footage about the making of, of the whole Nightmare on Elm Street. Eight hours, including commentary on those eight hours. I definitely recommend it, five out of five, uh, including another 100 minutes, included separately, uh, that didn't make it into the actual documentary, eight-hour documentary. The other one is Crystal Lake Memories. That one also has seven hours making of. It actually, it covers from all the movies in sequence, part one, part two, part three, part one, et cetera. And along with that, it also has commentary. Seven hours of the, uh, of the making of uh, Crystal Lake Memories of Friday the 13th. Again, it's been announced. I put that on my blog last week. It's announced that they actually have an idea that we're going to go by the way of having um, found footage. That sucked. They tried to do a, a reboot on that. Actually, it was the first two movies made into the first. They made, in, they made, the, first, they made the, the reboot out of the first two movies in the series. Well, that kind of backfired. Okay, and they said they got a script and they're going to find a way how to revisit Crystal Lake back in the 80s. Okay, and they want to go ahead with that. They're trying to resurrect Friday the 13th. They tried with Nightmare on M Street, that didn't work. Friday the 13th, the movie I think was released a couple of years ago, maybe eight, seven, eight, seven, eight years ago, something. That didn't, that didn't work out. And Nightmare on M Street didn't work out. And of course, you know, Michael Bay, he tried to uh, push uh, Texas Chainsaw, that didn't work out. Okay, a first concern, these guys are kind of like in a time capsule, okay? And we won't even talk about Freddy meets Jason. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street meets Friday the 13th. That was a total disaster. 
Um, but anyway, uh, this is stuff that I just mentioned. Um, other little tidbits, uh, I'm on Instagram and Pinterest. Just go to the website, com. You see the little icons in the top corner, right on top of the page. Our Godzilla community, you have to be part of Google. Not my fault. That's, that's their law. And you just scroll down. All the links and everything to everything is on the first page of com. You go to our blog and go to Google. It will say uh, our website. It will say the blog, Express blog. Okay? If you go to the blog, you will see the link, the widget for Block Talk Radio. You will also see the link for our website. So you can go two ways there. And the last but not least, if you go to Google, uh, you will see Video Line Express on YouTube. Those, like, those three links are right on top when you search Video Line Express. Okay? Um, I, pretty much I covered that. Um, there's some more recaps I wanted to mention, um, but I'll be doing that on the next show. And hopefully I'll, throw, I'll do another one before we go live. If not, then we'll have another show. Another radio show next week. Everybody, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for watching our live shows. We have four more live shows, and I'll be taking a break. But the thing is, we're going to keep continuing the radio shows once we stop with the live shows in December. You'll be having more radio shows in January and February, wherever I am. Everybody, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next show. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Happy Halloween. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.